Disclaimer! No longer matters who's crazy and who's not. The world is on fire and no one is going to put it out for us. No matter your race, religion, or creed, we are all in this together. Questions and comments from anyone on any topic are welcome, so long as everyone is having fun. Life is short and nobody gets out alive, so be kind and let's have some fun. Welcome to Morning Coffee with the Lion's Pride. Here's your host, Cassidy Lightwing. And we are live. Hello and welcome to Morning Coffee with the Lion's Pride with your host, Cassidy Lightwing, the Lion. And I'm Kristen Harding. Welcome to the show. Hi. So we, uh, the show is, is pretty late today. I've been wrestling with some you know, mind bombs, but uh, here we are. So first things first, family update is uh, it, things are going good. Uh, they're just kind of on a, a nice steady upward climb. You know, the, the most recent attempts by the mongrels formerly known as my family, um, they have fallen flat. They're not affecting Char, which is good. Awesome. Well, that's their goal. Is basically they they essentially yeah they're trying to enforce their religious beliefs on Char. Right. So they want they want to hurt, not you. Exactly, but they're not. It's not not working. Um, By the way, for those of you in the comments, I can't see the comments again today. I don't know why. And Ray is uh, walking with his mother and keeping her safe because it's getting kind of crazy here in Colorado. So, but yeah, I can't see the comments. I do apologize. Mm-hmm. Now, we are going to be talking about curses. <laughs> curses filed again. Right? <laughs> We're also going to be talking about how that uh, relates to basically free will. Um, as well as, uh, oh, I just said the word. Self-actualization. You got it. Twice in a row. I was going to remind you because I paid attention. But yeah, so but first, since we can't do since we can't do the comments, we're going to bring back the the cards of the day. So let me turn on the freaking windows all the way down here. Where'd it go? Well, this is embarrassing. Here we go. Now, for those of you who are, who watch and wonder, it's like, but cat, cats, those are electronic tarot cards. How does that even work? And the answer is, I don't know. <laughs> so we have the Eight of Cups reversed for the beginning of the show. And I don't deal with tarot meaning, meanings, so we're going to have to rely on Kristen for that. And for those of you watching, there's the meaning from this Shadowscapes tarot deck right on the front. Or right on the screen. So, Kristen, what is the Eight of Cups for you? Okay, one second. (laughs) Trying to get there. Eight of Cups. The rejection and decline of an undertaking. Abandoning the present situation. The matter may be of slight consequence for good or evil. May indicate disappointment in love. The subject may desire to leave the material successes for something higher. Mm. That's interesting and actually very, very synchronous. <clears throat> now, and as many of you, uh, you know, long-time viewers will know, uh, Cassidy goes off of the artwork, not the meaning. 
and you'll probably be able to follow me on this one. It's it, the, the the symbolism is pretty easy. The first thing I can, the first thing I think of when I see that image is get out of your own head. You know, basically mm -hmm. you have the mermaid diving. Now see, can't, now the card is reversed. Now keep that in mind, uh, Kristen. That this oh, reversed. I okay. I did not hear that because there's a little bit of a different meaning for that. Then. Yeah, that's because I was an idiot and didn't say anything. Roll, rut roll. <laughs> yeah, rut roll indeed. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, so reverse often has different meaning. It doesn't matter to the way I interpret cards because it's the artwork for me, but. Well, it is so totally different. It's joy, feasting, merriment, spiritual aspect is abandoned for the material. Interesting. Right? That, that was kind of the reverse of what you would normally expect from Cassidy. But the thing is, like I said, that that is that even that even with the reverse meaning, it's still synchronous. The, the, the lesson is still the same. Get out of your head. You know, like I said, I go by the artwork. Now, normally we'd be able to take uh, tarot card requests, but we can't right now because I can't see the comments. Actually, I'm trying to work on that. Oh, just give me a moment. Momentito, por favor. And by the way, if it was ever at all possible, you're actually cuter with the glasses. Just, <laughs> I didn't think cuter was possible, but hey, here we are. Well, thank you so much. It's that librarian thing, you know. This is not an After Dark episode. Anyway. <laughs> right. Now, so it might seem a little bit unusual to be talking about self-actualization in the same show that I'm drawing tarot cards. And that's one of the reasons I drew it. I drew the tarot cards. Well, also because we need to get back to that. But also for this. Right. So the question is, what are tarot cards and how does that relate to all this? Curses and whatnot? Cass, you're, you're blending subjects again. Maybe a little bit. So first thing I want you guys to realize is that tarot cards were invented by a Christian. I thought so. Yes. It was there. The tarot cards are actually a Christian invention, and the purpose of it is to help. What well, was to help the person, the the one who whose name I can't remember. Um, he wanted to be able to interpret the Holy Spirit better, so he invented these cards. The idea is, if you place your faith in the Spirit to guide your hand, all all, all of that, all that good stuff. Now that doesn't help us very much on this show because we deal with skepticism and stuff as well. However. That's where it comes. That, that's where the the hyperspatial aspects of consciousness comes in comes into play. Now, some people who study metaphysics will say that you know when you're shuffling the cards, you're subconsciously arranging them. I don't see that as very likely because I mean I, the, the idea that that Cassidy could calculate cards is kind of laughable. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at me because there's no way I could even. Yeah, I don't think it's like if I could count cards, I'd go to Vegas, guys. I just, let's just right. be honest. Like Green Man. Yeah, right. Although I'm already not allowed in casinos, Indian casinos. I'm pretty sure I haven't tested it with uh, with uh, Las Vegas casinos. But in Reno, it took them about 20 minutes to go. Uh, you're not going to let me allowed to be to be here. And I'm like, OK, goodbye. <laughs> Got in trouble. Shouldn't down, double down on 19. No, you really shouldn't. Didn't you have to get permission from the pit boss? Yes, ma'am. Uh, I didn't have the the dealer had to get permission from the pit boss, and they came over and they they approved it. Wow. So, but you know, the 
getting back to the point, the skeptics would say that what you're doing is essentially a, a hyper high resolution, I guess, is the word I'm looking for. I'm trying to sound smarter than I really am. Dunning, <laughs> Kru- Dunning Kruger complex. Oh, I did notice. Yes, I did. Oh, I've been noticing that from the beginning. I, I started when I, the the very first time I learned about it, I started post posting pictures of like uh, romantic Freddy Krueger, mm-hmm. and nobody got my joke because you know, Dunning Krueger busy laugh. It was too obscure. I was overthinking it. But yeah, so in the attempt to sound smarter than I really am, I fail. <laughs> So hyper high resolution, I believe, is the proper word. But I'm not somebody. You know, it, somebody who's a better languager than me, you know, correct us. So they would. They, so the skeptics would say <clears throat> that what you're doing is is a, a hyper high resolution version of intuition and subconscious, mm-hmm. basically pre planning. You know, this goes back into my own personal diagnosis. By the way, they keep checking for me for schizophrenia. I am not schizophrenic. And to remind everyone, the official diagnosis is highly intuitive with an overactive imagination. So getting back to what we were talking about, the the idea that uh, a person could be utilizing their own intuition and basically stacking these cards may very well be true. I'm not sure I buy it because my brain isn't that advanced. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But yet my cards are pretty accurate. So... But the question is that that's neither here nor there. So let's assume for one second, you know, for the sake of argument, that the skeptics are correct, and this is, it's all just like like described, right? Does that invalidate it at all? No. No. See, you have to remember, folks, that humans are built to perceive a very, 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 very small band of, of uh... Jillian. Okay, so now I can see that comment. What is going on? Yay. <laughs> Happy birthday, Jillian! Happy birthday, Jilly! Oh, okay. Quick cut, because I will forget. Happy birthday to Barbara. Barbara. Mm-hmm. And now I can't remember the how how it starts. Dun 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 dun. There you go. Will you still eat me? Will you still feed me when I'm 64? I wanted to do the whole song. I practiced it and then I blanked. And oh, that's all. That's the only part I can remember. But I actually practiced it. I got my vibrato and everything. And wicked when you see this. Yes, happy birthday to you too. I didn't. I didn't play the song out of respect. I actually. A little bit, little, little bit of background. I had promised Wicked that I would play that song on her 64th birthday, even if she had died. So I wasn't sure if I should play it or not. So I played it mm-hmm. privately, and I didn't share it. But then Barbara turned 64, and I got to sing it anyway. So yes, that was song. That song was also meant for you, Wick. But mostly for Barbara. It's good to let those past things go. Well, it's good to remember, to remember the good times. Yes, I, I would say it, I, I would modify speaking as someone with Asperger's syndrome. Right, this is not a Cassidy alien consciousness thing. This is just pure Asperger's. Asperger. I had <laughs> a lot of trouble until about I don't know, like twenty minutes ago. 
realizing that you can let the bad parts of the past go without letting the good parts go. Right? Especially since, given the way that, that memory warps over time, you can never really be sure exactly how the things that hurt went down, you know? Which is one of the reasons why I was able to get to the place of acceptance with my family's renewed attack. It's, it, it doesn't matter, you know? It, it doesn't matter. That doesn't right. mean that Shelley wasn't, you know, didn't teach me how to play Galaga. You know, that doesn't mean that like the trips to Frosty, Foster Freeze don't don't count. That doesn't mean that like the the, the trips to the assemblies that uh, uh, for non Jehovah's Witnesses assemblies are like a convention. You get together a couple times a year. You, you they put on plays. It's really really very fun. Very very boring parts at parts. It's like it's like epic church time. You know. But if you're into that kind of thing, it's great. Which I am. So that doesn't mean those good things didn't happen. You know, like the crazy shit my dad would say when he when he was on his psychedelics doesn't invalidate the fact that this is the same man who made sure I had a bleeding edge education at all times. You know? This is the card that I pulled up. It's a blessing on forgiveness. Well, now, synchronicity much? Right? So, so yeah. That- is amazing to me because the person I met nine months ago would still be chewing on the bone. That's You're true. letting it go. You're letting it go. Well, it's all about Crocodile Dundee, you know. See, uh, keep in mind, I've told the story before on the show, and I've also emphasized that it's how I remember things and brain injury. You know, right. I remember my mother abandoning me at age six. And it's, it's even right now, it's a very, 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 very vivid memory. And I was talking to Kristen one day and she was trying to help me work through it. And it all boiled down to Crocodile Dundee. You know, yeah. Crocodile Dundee came out when I was eight. My mom took right. me to see it in the theaters. Therefore, my memory of being abandoned has to be false. Right. You know. Okay, you know some of some of the uh, some of the pain had to have left to know that it was not real, and it taught you to uh, ask if you weren't certain instead of just pressing on. You know, I I did it too because I had memories from when I was a child that I was pretty sure were you know like made up and. and Sadly, in my case, they weren't, but that's a different story for a different day. Right. Maybe maybe we'll do a whole episode on forgiveness and talk about it then. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a good idea. Ironically, the curse episode leads into forgiveness very, very, very easily. Because the, mm-hmm. the crux of the curse episode is uh, self-actualization and taking control of your own destiny. Right. So, we've, we, right, so getting back to the, where, where were we? Well, um, let let's first let me first ask: Why would a person want to throw a curse? Oh, variety of reasons. Uh, usually, it's an emotional re- an emotional knee jerk reaction. Ninety percent of curses thrown are thrown in the throes of passion. You know, as in so like, like in practical magic. Yeah, exactly, okay. exactly okay. like in practical magic. Okay. Now that's where practical magic is more of a fantasy 
than an instruction book on how to do magic, which, but some people try to take movies as instruction books and you really shouldn't do that. But in reality, that kind of generational curse wouldn't happen because basically you can undo your own curses very, very, very easily once you understand the physics of how, which obviously the characters did because they're witches. That's the whole point of the movie. So Penelope too. I never the saw X-Men. that. That's the one with the pig nose. Oh yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah, I, I've wanted to see it, never got to. And no spoilers. Yeah, no spoilers. I don't even know what's going on. I just remember I wanted to see it really bad because she made such a cute face with a piggy nose in the commercial. I have no idea what it's about. You know, as far as I'm concerned, it's the origin story for Spider Ham. Spider pig, spider pig. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. So. Now, let's see, where were we? Uh, forgiveness, baby bath water. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. Now, this, the, the, uh, the, again, that's one of those subjects that seems related, but it is not. Now, the courage it takes to let go of things like that is is not insignificant, right? Yeah. Now, I'm not trying to build myself up. I still haven't fully let go. I'm still working on it. Work in progress, okay? But the courage to let, to let go of things like that is also the same exact courage that it takes to be a curse and also take control of your life. All of these things are interrelated. It's all about, again, this, I keep saying the word, and I keep forgetting it every time, self-actualization. Yeah. Now, the reason why that's so important is because, as, as we were saying before, humans are built to see a very, very small percentage of the visible light spectrum. That doesn't mean that the rest of the spectrum isn't real. That doesn't mean the rest of the spectrum isn't there. Take, for example, nuclear radiation. You can't see it. You can't smell it. But it affects you. Absolutely affects you. Yep. Okay. Now, and this, the same is true with basically, with with more or less every non-visible band of radiation out there. Mm -hmm. It's just because you can't see it or feel it in your conscious mind does not mean it's not there. And a lot of these these spectrums of energies and radiations have effects on the on the three D world that you, you guys, the human scientists, just aren't aware of yet. Which is one of the reasons why you don't don't have faster than light travel. You know, mm-hmm. this all goes into the sharing of our version of physics. Our version of physics, I guess, is the right word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our philosophy of physics. I don't know. Philosophy isn't philosophy. Uh, I don't think philosophy works because once you understand these things, you can actually plan for them and prepare for them like jewels of energy with a hammer. You know, it's I'm not really sure what wordage to use, but we're all struggling. So what happens when you flex your mind? as we've talked about on the Poe show, is your your brain, your physical brain, begins to emit various radiations, okay? Um, frequencies, wavelengths, whatever you want to call it. Alpha, beta, gamma, sigma, you know, all that stuff. These waves delta. in... What was that? You forgot delta. Yeah, thank you. <clears throat> Sorry. I gotta go back <laughs> to school. So these waves interact with the with non-visible light spectrums radiations, energies, whatever woo-woo word or scientific word you want to use, your brainwaves interact with these things, okay? 
which brings us to the very first and most common type of curse, the bad luck curse. Mm -hmm. Now, believe it or not, luck is a matter of physics. Okay, it's not random. There's very, 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 very little in this multiverse that is random, and luck ain't one of them. Now, we've all seen people who could always roll natural 20s or, or take their luck. They, they, the kind of person that could damn near survive on their luck. Is it that because it just randomness always falls in their favor? I mean, statistically, that would be completely impossible. Okay. Paul's incredibly lucky when we go to the casino. See? Okay. I am... Uh, he well, he is very choosy. He only uses like a slot machine, and he uses like a five dollar slot machine, but he always wins. I play blackjack. I love blackjack, mm -hmm. and I am generally very lucky in blackjack, but not in slot machines. So yes, I could see how that would be. Well, that's actually a perfect example. Um, I would be willing to bet that if we were able to examine Paul's brain, like in a like a like a super duper MR, like Star Trek MRI, what we would see is that he is sensing uh, certain waves and then following them. You know, basically mm -hmm. he's utilizing his brain waves like a fish utilizes its fins. You know, he's mm -hmm. finding. He's basically okay. I can smell it. Where is it? Where is it? Okay, here. You see what I mean? Mm -hmm. A similar thing I, I, with. Uh, my, one of my bros, Brian, he, he's really good with cards the same the same way, you know, which I believe is what you were getting at with the blackjack. Right. Yeah. So right. you can kind of, you know, if you can. I know the rules and I can also sense when the player next to me is going to either break the rule mm -hmm. or follow their own instinct. So, yeah, I have an idea. So could you describe for the audience what that feels like? It's like a sixth sense, sort of just like an intuition. Um, I'm sure everybody in the audience has had that happen where, you know, you just have like this feeling and then it happens. Right. So, all right. So, okay, fair enough. So extrapolating from there, like let's take this to the next level. Is this a matter of Kristen sensing something or is she making her own luck? That all depends right. on your right. fears. Yeah. Yeah. Shamanistically, I would say I would agree with that. However, mm -hmm. if you're looking if you're looking at a nonlinear model of the universe, aren't you really giving that to yourself? Isn't future Kristen giving past Kristen a gift? Oh, I like that idea. Right. So are you sensing something random that's coming to you or are you making your own fate? when you're when you're doing when you're doing this that's the question for the ages and believe me believe me this has been pondered for thousands of years this goes back to Pliny the elder you know <clears throat> well i totally believe in time travel and i have done so since i saw christopher reeve and jane seymour in somewhere in time he was able to go from the 19 the late 1980 or late 1970s Back to 1910, roughly. And he didn't even have I... to spin the world backwards to do it. No, no, he said that Christopher was Christopher time travel. Yeah. I went to Superman. <laughs> I, well, and well, you should because that he was, you know, he was the first one that made us believe a man could fly. Uh, and, but it was is a very charming movie, and he was able to time travel. But then he saw something from his time and it brought him back. So, yeah. That's cool. Right? Have you seen uh, The Time Traveler's Wife? 
that sounds um, like it might be similar. Just, just received it in the mail. My favorite, mm. um, my favorite repurposed video store online, thriftbooks.com. <laughs> yeah, I'll give Shout you out. a plug. They're awesome. <laughs> well, everything goes to charity because it's all stuff that people have donated and then they just put it online and send it out to you. So it's books and uh, videos and they even have CDs and VCR tapes and for oh. those of us who still have a VCR. <laughs> That's getting kind of rare. Uh, you did remind me. Shout out to my Alien Life podcast for sending me a copy of this book, and I can't oh, remember cool. the name of the author. Yeah, she was just on. She was just on Cameron's show the other me. day. Show it to me. I can read it backwards. Uh. Let me see. Down a little clairvoyage, and it's. Oh yeah, turn it on its side, dear. Turn it on the other way, so that I can see the the book uh, index the back. Clairvoyage, other way. Yep, perfect. Um. No, I cannot read the name. It looks like Misowski, and that can't be right. So. It's. It, Milanowski. Milanowski, okay. Stephanie Milanowski. Yeah, she was just on camera. Yeah, she she was the one that was on on uh, My Alien Life podcast a few days ago. Blew my mind. I I had kind of given up on the idea that humans could expand like that, you know. Wow! And she wrote a book about it. Yeah, it came out a long time ago, apparently. But yeah, he uh, Cam sent me a copy. Um, he knows every he knows every penny is going to the mission and to and to Char. So, thank you, Cam. My Alien Life That's podcast. Wonderful. wonderful. Um, Bobby says, forgiveness is powerful and it sometimes can be like a great weight being lifted from oneself. It can be liberating if real. Truth. So building on that point, what if forgiveness itself is an energy generated from within? Okay. I believe it is. Like in Star Trek, like a sonic bath almost. Mm-hmm. You know? Some people would, would come in and say that forgiveness is an act of love, but here is the problem. And this has been a conundrum for a long time. I, I don't think we're going to solve it on this show, but if I get an answer, I'll be sure to let you guys know. If everything is love, right? Mm -hmm. If metaphysically speaking, all things are made of love energy, then doesn't that mean like cancer, the AIDS, the eyes and children is also love energy? Mm -mm. Uh, no. Now, see that doesn't that doesn't fly though. If, if every everything can't be love energy, but then the stuff you don't like isn't. It doesn't it doesn't work. You see what I mean? Balance. Yeah. Well, that's why that's why I think like good and evil is a matter of perspective, you know. Mm -hmm. But that's getting I, into a whole other episode. I just saw the best yin yang uh, meme, and it said, "Do no harm, take no shit." Mm. I thought that was a really good way to explain the balance that we need to do. Yeah, I agree. You know, and that's, that's, that's a balance line I've never been able to understand, you know. Well, where I go when it goes to forgiveness is God forgave our sin. Who am I to be more of a judge than he could ever be? You know what I mean? Well, that's, that, that's the baseline philosophy, you know, and mm -hmm. what I'm trying to do is 
evolved that understanding within myself because it's Christian and Christ-like ideals and the law of the jungle don't exactly see eye to eye. Oh no, the lion doesn't know the word. Right. So I'm, I'm, that's part of my continuing journey. But mm -hmm. I understand forgiveness as I, as I, as I explained, I, for, I understand forgiveness as a, as a form of self-generating cleansing energy. You yes. Know, the harder like it is to generate it. What was that? Like rain on your soul. Yeah. And the harder it is to generate that forgiveness, the more you need it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I see you know, it a, you know what the cure for that is when you're feeling all down and out and like, nobody loves me. Everybody hates me. I think I'm going to go eat some worms. Go out, find someone to help. Even if it's a knock on the door, you know, to your neighbor, you know, can I help you do some weeding? Can you, what do you need? You don't even have to get very close to them, but just try to do something nice for someone else. And before you know it, those nice things will be coming back to you. Speaking of nice things coming back to you and synchronicity and all that, that song you just sang was one of the songs Shelly used to sing to help get, no to help get very, very, very way, all of the way. Nobody likes me. Everybody hates me. Guess I'm going to eat worms. Oh, crap. I can't remember the uh, long, big, long, juicy ones, short, fat, fuzzy ones, itty bitty, fuzzy, wuzzy worms. Yeah, those, she, those extra verses. Yeah. Was this good chili or not so kind one? Dude, I, I, okay. I, again, I, have, I cannot emphasize this enough. Aside from this harassment, I literally have nothing bad to say about Shelly. She has been mm -hmm. one of the most positive influences in my life right up until this crap started. You know, so it, it's funny. It's like she's going around telling people in the family that I'm on here talking shit. And it's like, yeah, if any of them would actually bother to watch the show, they'd see. No, my family was was great. Ninety eight percent best, best, you know, family ever. My problems. You see what I mean? Well, you have it. You have recovered or are recovering from a traumatic brain injury. That does not happen overnight. No, ma'am. It's something that I'll probably be struggling with for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. So. And now Starseed says, Timeline understandings aren't shared for everyone. Magic seems to follow the seers of past, future, then present. Could be. Um, mm. Trying to understand magic as an entity is very, very, very difficult. And I don't want to get into that because, I mean... In the, meta, in the world of metaphysics, that will cut, get to blows, right? There are people that believe mm -hmm. that magic is its own entity in and of itself, and then there's a, it, it just it, it gets really, really nasty. I don't want to touch that one. Um, what I can say is that I agree with you that the, time, the timeline models are not shared by everyone. For example, my timeline model is radically different from even other Native American timeline models, and they're so different that it's become a joke in the modern world, you know? Mm -hmm. So, like, for example, I don't see time as linear. One of the issues that I continually have is that I forget when I am. I was so, just going to say, is that why you say, when am I? Mm -hmm. You know, how many times have I, have I had to ask you, have we had this conversation yet? Are we about to have this conversation? Have we, has this incident happened yet? And then a few, you know, a little while later it'll happen. And you know, do you see what I mean? Uh, same here and back at you. Only been wrong one. Yeah. Well, it's like it, 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 it's a pain in the ass. The perception of time as linear is required for survival in the third dimensional plane. But 
consciousness doesn't come from the third dimension. It just doesn't. It simply does not. Consciousness protrudes into the third dimension from without, you know, and it does so by coming from within. And that seems like a giant Mobius of chaos, but it's actually... That's why the that's why the 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 heart chakra is represented by repre, represented by a merkaba, you know, dual vortexes, without within same thing, ultimately. But, walking by the spirit. Yeah, walking yeah. by the spirit is a good way to put it, because it leaves out the extra airs. But in this time that we're in right now, I don't think that's enough. There's too many scams, too many scam artists, too many. Oh, the secret. Pay me $39.95. I'll tell you how to cash your wish. You know, whatever. I don't want to deal with all that. No. So. Who wants a blessing card? Yes, blessing cards. I feel like getting a blessing card for someone. So while you're pulling the blessing cards, I'm going to finish explaining the uh, the physics of the, of the, the randomness curse. Okay. So. Ultimately, what happens when someone throws the curse, right? And this all this is your good luck. This is your bad luck. This is your curse of bad luck. This is your curse of good luck. It's all of the everything's involving luck. All right. What humans must understand is that every single band of energy that comes in contact with any kind of atom or molecule in this firmament is going to affect it. So this is where the chaos, you know, mathematicians in the audience are going to are going to love Cassidy. What's happening here is when you when you seem to be having a run of bad luck or seem to be having a run of good luck, in actuality, what you're seeing is the last step of an infinitely complex equation, okay, brought on by literally millions of bands of energy. It it that's why it seems random, but it's not. The only the only thing that's that's truly not affected by cause and effect in this multiverse okay the linear cause and effect of, of molecules is your mind okay and that's because it protrudes in from elsewhere this is why you can have intuition animals don't get intuition animals have really cool instincts but they don't have intuition you know well maybe coco but that's that's neither here that's a whole other episode <laughs> So yeah, that, you know, it, we've all had it where we had we've had a dream and then it comes true later. And there's literally no way within molecular physics you could have known that shit was going to go down like the yeah. coof. Everybody right? who saw the coof coming, you know, everybody who saw 9-11 coming, who wasn't privy to government secrets, um, all that stuff. You know, your the, the mind comes in from elsewhere. The question is this, how much power? Are you going to come are you going to claim for yourself from yourself within yourself within this cage mm. and that's why these equations are represented by complex sacred geometries in most uh, in most ancient religions and spiritualities so what the curse is doing is it gets into your head it alters the brainwave functions because every thought you have alters the brainwave this is why affirmations work on the spiritual level, not just the psychological. So the mm -hmm. curse gets in your head and you start to alter your own luck. Okay. This gets into like the secret manifestation. You know, you're not having a run of bad luck because, oh, the universe is against me. I'm having a run of bad luck because I believe 
my luck is bad. Right. You see? That belief is the is the key. It's the it's the key to the engine of all of this. Belief is the foundation. I like that. I have this image of this this little train. I think I can, I think I can, I think I can. Yeah. yeah. The little engine that could. If you haven't read right? it, look it up. It'll take you ten minutes to read. It's great. So and that's you know the little engine that could is like a primer for children on positive affirmation positive affirmation positive affirmation yeah those things yeah basically it's a primer on if you believe it you can do it you know and then at some point life beats beats you down and you forget that mm-hmm. you know then you got to pick yourself up dust yourself off start all over again yeah the thing is and this is the part that we're we're building this is like the the, the moral the he-man lesson of the episode okay i love he-man i know right I, I i found i finally found this clip i thought i had imagined it I'll, I'll we'll talk about it later but um he-man used to come with a with a lesson every episode right. was structured around a single lesson my favorite one of all time was his dragon says to He-Man, all right, I'll save your buddy if you go cut down this tree. And if you don't bring me the, the, this tree, it's the only thing on Eternia older than me, so you got to go kill that tree and bring me its corpse. And He-Man was like, okay. And then He-Man comes back. He's like, uh, sorry, dude, I can't cut down the tree. And the dragon's like, excuse me? I will send you to the realm of demons. And He-Man's like, do it. I ain't trading one life for another. That tree has just as much of a right to live as my buddy. And the dragon's like, aha, that was the right answer. Good job, He-Man. Mm-hmm. That stuck with me as a kid, and I re- and I found it on YouTube the other day. The other day. Good. So, so I'll be sharing that with you guys. And to this day, I do not understand why they drew the dragon with a Viking helmet. But whatever. Just That's to get in your head. Yeah. You're probably. Mm-hmm. Just to get in your head. Pixie and Dixie and the cat named Jinx meet Cinderella is actually on YouTube. Just so you know. The story, yeah, the story like that it. I was telling yesterday. Yes, I remember. Uh, so. Link it, link it. Mm-hmm. So, go, going back to the He-Man lesson of the episode. Yep. The He-Man lesson of today's episode is that come what may, right? You know, we've talked a little bit about the physics of luck and how curses can affect you, but it's really yourself allowing, right? Right. Which, again, goes back to that whole idea. If, well, if you hold the belief that if you don't believe in the curse, it can't affect you, is believing in the curse. This is why you have to take control of your mind. Casual beliefs beliefs like that don't work. Anyway, bad luck is going to happen. Tides are going to turn. Okay? Did anyone ask for a card? Oh, no, no. We'll get that in a second. The tides are going to turn. Bad luck's going to happen. Something happened outside distracting me. Sorry, I thought you were done. No, yeah, no, it, it, uh, something clattered against the wall, and we're four stories up, so I'm like, wait, what was that? So, let's start over. Bad times are going to happen. Good luck is going to turn sour. Tides are going to turn. This is natural, and this is normal. Okay? Now, this applies to the sociopolitical spectrum that we're observing in the world right now, all the way down to the microcosm of our individual lives. Okay, what makes what gives you control, right? 
I'm, I'm not. I'm, this, is, this is not one of those nebulous lessons. What gives you control is not losing your way when the downslide happens. Okay. That's the, the the purpose of all the explaining is so you understand how to bring it back up. Now, watch that. If life is a series of downward slopes that you have to bring back up, and then it slides downward, and you got to bring it back up again. Aren't we looking at a vibration? Yeah. Blessing card, please. Yes, definitely. I just have to tell you, I went to Wilson Phillips. Hold on for one more day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Commonly misattributed to Paula Abdul. Hold on for one more day. Someday somebody's going to hold you. Oh, I had, the, I had their whole album, so I never, never thought it was Paula. I did for the longest time. Oh. Pretty. Blessing on your day. I like Correct. that. Correct. Yeah. And there's rather a song here. May your soul feel called by the song of the day. May this day be gentle and good, clear and sure, filled with grace and gentle reminders of your own divinity. May the people you meet this day show generosity of spirit, be hospitable and welcoming and open and candid in all their dealing. May the sky be filled with blue and white. May the green beneath your feet be solid and soft to walk upon. May the rain fall soft and nourishing and the trees whisper to you the secrets that you need to know. I like that blessing. That's a good blessing. Now, I'm sorry I took a long time before you got to the blessing, but here's here's where it brings it all right back around is we're ending the show on the cards again. Mm-hmm. So, again, seems random. Seems like these subjects aren't connected, but you know, bear with me. Now, now that things have been explained as far as that goes, and assuming Cassidy, you know, assuming we're right, so if a Christian invented the tarot cards in order to better understand the impulses that he was feeling from the Holy Spirit. Right? Then, therefore, what is stopping that same person from using those same cards and that same technology to affect their future? Mm. If you can sense it, you can change it. Every single one of you is in control of your own lives. And we're all going to be faced with bad choices, but we still have choices. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> we still got like 15 minutes left in the show and I'm done. <laughs> well, we can certainly have an early show. Well, it, well, I, I don't think this would count as an early show. I mean, a not quite as long as usual show. I know what you mean. Yeah, it is. <laughs> well, yeah, no, that's fine. I'm, I'm good with having with having a short show. I'm fine. Short show. That's what I meant. Anyway, so play us out. Sure. That's all for now, dear lights. Thank you so much for joining us. You are amazing. Hope is coming. Be safe out there, and we'll see you on the next show. Bye.
That's all the time we have for now, dear lights. Thank you so much for joining us. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to hit that like button and share with your friends. We have a great many people to reach, but we are only as strong as our signal. The world can be a scary place, but you don't have to face it alone. We love you, everybody. Be safe out there.